Are you on, Randy? Make sure you say on if, if we're ready. On. You are on. Tina, we're on. <gasps> Libby, we're on. <gasps> Welcome. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Libby just had an epilepsy attack. An oh epilepsy my God. episode. An episode of Welcome to this newest episode of Slop City, everybody. Slop City, where we are here. We don't. We never know what we're going to do. That's the best part. That's why it's sloppy. That's why everybody loves us. We have one million followers. That's why we need you, listeners, to tell your friends about our podcast mm-hmm. so that we can have one million and two or one million and three listeners. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a million listeners. Let's be honest. And that's okay. We have a, we have a great amount and we're happy with it, but we need, we need you guys to like share... Share the podcast. Share it on Instagram, Instagram stories. Tell your mom about it. She's going to love it. Rate us on Apple iTunes. Yes, that helps a lot. And that's great. Play or Spotify, wherever you listen. Mm -hmm. If you're listening from a transistor radio, there's no way for you to leave a review. If you listen to this and translate it to a friend in Morse code, that's great. If you listen to this in an old Himalayan alien language, if, I don't know how you would translate that for them. And if you have a Himalayan salt lamp in your bedroom <laughs> that you look at when you listen to us, that's great. It's like the uh, <laughs> remember that show with the the alien girl that talked to her dad through the glow thing out of this world, Interstellar. <laughs> it was a gal who was on Earth. Her daddy was out of this world. I believe it was called <laughs> Out of This World. <laughs> Another word for interstellar. Her dad had a sort of uh, Himalayan lamp type thing that he would talk to her through. Do you remember this, Randy? Gosh darn it. Is that what you're talking about, interstellar? No, it's called Out of This World. Uh, it was a sitcom about a girl who was an alien on Earth, communicated with her alien father on the home planet through a type of Himalayan lamp type thing. I 100% thought you were doing a <laughs> solid bit calling Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey, uh, star of Tiptoes. No! <laughs> no! Matthew McConaughey, the incredible star of the movie Tiptoes. No. God, what a psychotic movie. Out of this is wo- there a show called Out of This World? Okay, yes. there is. Randy says, yes, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And her name was Evie, I think, the little girl. Uh, Burt Reynolds was in it. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. A teenager starts to develop powers inherited from her alien father. (laughs) That's the log line, everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you ever watch uh, Species? Do you remember that movie? No. Man, that's a weird one. The only thing I really remember is, like, her eating pudding on a subway in the beginning and, like, this girl's just kind of, like, spicy, kind of hot, you know? She was eating pussy? No. On a train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was just, e- it's rated PG, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, she was just eating a bunch of pussy on a train. And, no, she was eating pudding. And it, like, got her so excited that she turned into an alien. Oh, you I don't, don't remember species? Okay, I do remember that picture. 
She is a very sensual gal. Super. Natasha Hensridge. Is she reptilian? Yeah. So when government scientist Xavier Fitch intercepts a space transmission containing the genetic sequence for an alien life form, he uses it to produce Syl, a gorgeous alien-human hybrid. As Fitch's stream... (laughs) Gorgeous! A gorgeous... (laughs) As Fitch's team grows concerned at her rapid rate of growth, Syl wrecks the laboratory and begins a violent quest for a suitable male human to impregnate her. (laughs) (laughs) The U.S. government dispatches top assassin Preston Lennox and a team of experts to stop her. This was a movie. This was a movie. Can't stop pudding, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Oh, She was eating pudding, if I remember correctly, in the beginning. Randy, so was did that, you watch that this? That was very significant, her eating pudding. Oh. I saw it a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Was she gorgeous, though? I mean, it says she was gorgeous. Yeah. She was gorgeous. Hmm. She was very gorgeous. But, man, she turned into a real <laughs> reptile. <laughs> I wish I could find an alien that I could maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Settle down with. Excuse me. I would just like uh, any alien to pop on in, <laughs> impregnate me, and I'd like the baby to come through my chest, preferably. Oh. Sigourney Weaver. I didn't say anything about getting pregnant. I just said to settle down with. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, you know how I was looking for a werewolf lover. Yeah. It could be really nice to have, like... An alien to settle down with because, like, they would always be able to just pee in the sink because uh, <laughs> they pee through their fingers. Oh, they do? Yeah, all aliens pee through their fingers. So, where does their potty come out? Their poop potty? Uh, well, they just eat m- metal, so they actually don't. Oh, they don't have poop potty? Mm-mm, no, they just hook up to a charger, kind of like a <laughs> kind of like a Volt, a Chevy Volt, an electric car. <laughs> Oh, golly. Would you want your alien to be stereotypical alien? Like, you know, the kind of silver... Almond eyes. (laughs) Almond (laughs) eyes. Almond-shaped eyes. I'm almost positive I, like, read some guy. Like, it was, like, a conspiracy theory guy, and he was, like, talking about... That was, like, what he kept saying. He was like, I saw them, and they had almond eyes. They have almond-shaped eyes, and they have very (laughs) thin, small mouths. I think I'd prefer... Uh, not the typical because with the small mouth, let's be honest, their pussy eating skills yeah are probably terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like it's like a slit, like they just kiss your pussy, <laughs> and then you look down between your legs, you know, want to grab their head, and they have the giant head, <laughs> and their big almond eyes are looking at you. <laughs> their head keeps doinking on everything. <laughs> it's like, hey, could you pick that up for me off the ground? Yep. he's unloading groceries and like hits his head on everything and they also have those three little fingers you know so there's if you need more than three if somebody's finger banging you then you're screwed game over we need a human alien hybrid we need a gorgeous human alien we need a hunk okay basically is what i need a hunk alien I want there to be aliens. Me too. I welcome them. I am emitting into the cosmos right now 
that slop city, while you may not be welcomed by a lot of people, by everybody, because I can promise you that if aliens come, they're going to get killed. (laughs) Or they're going to kill us. Yeah, I think it'll be the opposite. Like, we'll be like, build a wall! And they just, like, put their pee finger out, and it's so acidic that it burns a hole in the wall. And they just slip through, but their head gets stuck, so they're trying. Donk, donk, donk. (laughs) Well, I just don't want those aliens coming from wherever they're coming from and try to take our jobs, you know? We, We can't afford to lose any jobs to outer space aliens. You think an alien can be a bartender? You think an alien could be a stand-up comic? Yeah, right. Not relatable. <laughs> Boring. Oh, so I just had a long flight on my spaceship, am I right? What's mm-hmm. up with the spaceship food, guys? No one laughs because it's not relatable. Nobody's been on a spaceship. Nobody understands that like you're eating freeze-dried. Nobody gets that you're living in a world with no gravity. Okay, we don't care. So I'm peeing out of my finger the other day. <laughs> and no one laughs because they don't understand. What's the deal with being in a toilet? Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Boo! Get this alien off the stage! So, I have almond eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What if an alien, like, got bigger than us? (laughs) You mean in the comedy world? Yeah. That that's called perverted justice. Listen, we need diversity on this show, so <laughs> we're gonna. Sorry, we gotta. Aliens just a little more edgy than women. So, um. Oh, you think your all female show is edgy? We have an all alien show. <laughs> aliens of color, aliens of different genders, aliens with hair, <laughs> aliens without hair. One alien has a pecan eye instead of. <laughs> this guy has one pecan eye. Okay. Oh, this guy has one cashew eye. <laughs> he has two cashew <laughs> eyes. Oh. Oh, God. <clears throat> it's a macadamia nut. <laughs> Oh, I can't think of any more nuts. Me neither. Neither or neither. Either works. Did we say peanut? No, we didn't. (laughs) Peanut eyes. Peanut eyes. I think cashew (laughs) eyes would be the most comical. Those remind me of those ladies that overpluck their eyebrows, but they have like a circle. It's like a circle and then a line. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's like a cashew. I had a friend uh, many moons ago that <laughs> I can only I can only assume she shaved her eyebrows off. It was during a time in um, <laughs> like 2003 where a lot of women were were having hairy eyebrows wasn't hot. Right, it was not cute, wasn't stylish. People wanted thin eyebrows, and our friend had. Very, very thin eyebrows. I mean, I th- I think none. And we were we got wrecked the night before, you know, a lot of drugs, got really, really fucked up. And we were all, like, laughing about it the next morning, drinking again. And we look back and we're like, man, she had so much fun, she lost her fucking eyebrows. <laughs> they were gone. She drew they, them on. She drew them on. And they were gone. 
people she, look weird without eyebrows. Yeah, they they look very weird. I'm not trying to be like eyebrow phobic, but <laughs> I mean like you gotta you gotta have them. I think it's that you can't see the expressions that people are making when they don't have eyebrows. That's what freaks me out. Well, some of these gals did that extreme shaving and the, they didn't grow back. Extreme shaving? You know, extreme plucking or whatever yeah. back in the day. And now they, they just didn't grow back. So no, they're... it's funny to call it like a sport. <laughs> extreme shaving. <laughs> it's just like a four-second video. I never did that to mine. I just uh, didn't care enough. No, me neither. There were a lot of gals that shaved their arms, too. Oh. When I was in middle school. In middle school? Yeah. Women are vain. I never shaved my arms because I've been blessed with not that much hair. Golly, didn't you get an ingrown hair, those gals? No, they they just shaved their... But it would come back, like, prickly, and they thought it was, like... It never made sense to me. Was Even all- the like really hairy girls, I was like, keep it. I think it's hot. I used one of those little, uh, I don't know what they're called. It's a little razor on tree a stick. Tree trimmer. <laughs> a tree trimmer and shaved off the peach fuzz right here. Uh-huh. It was a lot. I could have made a down comforter with uh, the peach fuzz that I got off my face yesterday. Was it the like <clears throat> little shaver guy that's like zzz- it's just a handheld thing. It doesn't make noise. It's just, you just go. Wow. Did you have to put shaving cream on? No, you do it dry. Wow. Raw dog it. It's called uh, dermal planing. Dermal planing. I don't know if that's the word. Well, I'm look it up. Fooled me. Dermal plane this. How about you dermal plane my pussy hairs? Oh. <laughs> it might take us a while. Just uh, kidding. I braid it. Dermal. Dermal playing. Dermal planing. Oh. Derma planing. I'm not I don't know how to say any words. Did you get got at a mall kiosk? I got got in my own home. <laughs> this is what they look like. It's just a little stick with a little oh, great. razor. You could use it to shave your mustache, chin, eyebrow, or facial fuzz. Yeah, it's probably not heavy duty enough for for a coarse for a coarse pubic. For for <laughs> Incredibly coarse <laughs> pubic hairs. I don't think it could handle that. My uh, crotchal region, uh, as thick as an SOS pad without the soap. Very, very thick, like a, what are they called? What's the non-name brand of SOS pad? What is SOS pad? Soil? Is it a diaper? What is it? A Brillo pad. Oh, Brillo pads. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Very uh, coarse. Whoa. Sticking through the underpants. Like, whoa, getting on my thigh. Ow. Ow. Someone bring me some Neosporin. Uh, it's like that guy we talked about one time that I hugged and it was like a pillow. <laughs> His chest. <laughs> His chest hair was like a pillow. Felt like he had a little down throw pillow in between him. <laughs> That's what your pussy feels like when an alien will hug it. He'll be like, I could just sleep here. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. But if his big I head. close my eyes, <laughs> just to, my almond eyes, just to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think a, an alien would know how to sing a nice ballad? <laughs> um, 
Most likely not, unless he like weirdly became a fan of John Denver. <laughs> he heard it like over the radio and became obsessed with it. John Denver. John Vender. John Man. Denver. He's got some great songs, but also he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Tina and I and Ray for all in the car listen to a John Denver song. Grew up my whole life thinking it was a great song and realized it was about him cheating on his wife. Oh, my God. What song was that? I don't remember. Really tore me up inside. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll do it to you. And cheating is... Take me home. Take yeah. me home. Take me home, almond eyes. <laughs> <laughs> cashew eyes. <laughs> You have the most gorgeous cashew eyes I have ever seen. I I just could pluck them out and put it on a salad. You have the most... What are those peanuts with the sugar on it? You have the most honey-roasted peanut eyes I have ever seen. We could just take those macadamia nut eyes and <laughs> mix them into a pot and make a... White chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Oh, man, those are fucking good. Delicious. Fuck. I could stay awake. (laughs) Armageddon really (laughs) fucked me up. The movie? Yeah. Man, you've seen a lot of movies. Well, how can you stay so active and see so many movies? I saw this movie when it came out. My father is obsessed with... With, like, going to the library and getting movies. You mean I saw, Igor? Igor. I saw, so, I saw Armageddon so many times. So many times. I don't think I've ever seen it. You should. It's on Netflix, I believe. You should definitely watch it. Well, I've been splurging on uh, Schitt's Creek. Mm. Heard it's great. Holy I've only seen a few fuck. episodes. It's great. I started uh, last night when I got home from the Michelle Wolf shows. I started to watch that stalker show on Netflix. Is it called One? It's or called something? You. You. That's right. I didn't like it. I turned it off, Was and it... I, I just I wasn't into it. You're like, I don't. This is scary. It's scary, and also they used the same guy. Spoiler alert: They used the same guy from Gossip Girl. That in the end was Gossip Girl. Wait, so it's like what? Cool, you're a stalker. Wait, like Gossip Girl is like a. It was a guy. It was a guy that started it. Was it like a? I've never seen Gossip Girl. So Quick it was synopsis like a... of Gossip Girl: Hot, rich bitches, very elite. Like, and it's like all this drama in this like Upper East Side or West Side Manhattan world. That's it. But there's this person. That, like, essentially tweets out stuff, like drama. Oh, my God, I saw <laughs> S out with V, and they were with C. This guy, like, uses – Gossip Girl uses, like, one-letter, like, abbreviations for everybody. Mm-hmm. And people, like, trying to chime in. It it's like Twitter, almost. But it's, like, this one person runs the Gossip Girl account. Nobody knows who it is. People send in stuff to Gossip Girl. You know, and they're like, oh, my God, I saw this person out with this person. And it's, like, so fucking crazy. Like, she looked so good. It's, like, all these rich people. But then at the very end of the show, like, fucking seven seasons in where all this crazy shit happens to these rich fucks. 
You find out it's Dan Humphrey. It's a gossip guy? It's a gossip guy. <laughs> wow. I said spoiler alert. And also that show ended like seven years ago. So if you don't know what happens, wow. fuck off. But yeah, it's that guy. So that's creepy that this guy's <laughs> been doing this all these years in New York City. And then now that same guy, that same actor is in this show. I don't like it. Well, I'm not going to watch it. I don't think you should. I heard it's good, but I, I'm just, it, it weirded me out. I wasn't into it. I'm not into all those intense shows. I got enough. Uh... You don't like American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> I got enough stuff going on in my own head, mental illness. Mm-hmm. I don't need to watch somebody else's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watch a lot of murder shows. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see it. Scares me. I'm scared. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm an elderly woman. I could be overtaken inside my home, outside my home as I'm walking to it. Overtaken. <laughs> Some rascals come over, want to steal my pocketbook, oh. knock me over the head with a blunt object, and I fall to the ground screaming, Help my pocketbook! What if police chief stopped saying kidnapped and they just said overtook him? <laughs> they overtook in that lady. Uh, they overtook in uh, this elderly gal. Elderly gal was overtooken and <laughs> he's having a, a police, uh, what's it called, conference on the news. Yeah. She's been overtaken. Uh, suspect has uh, cashew shaped eyes. Uh Three fingers. He's wearing a red bandana on his very large head. He may have hooked two bandanas together to fit uh, we his asked very him. large head. We asked. <laughs> we asked him what made him do such a thing, and he just started singing Don, John Den, Don Denver songs. <laughs> it was appalling to say the least. And he... to see our American hero. <laughs> Stripped down to shreds <laughs> by a man or woman and then or the genderless person with cashew eyes. The cashew eye person then proceeded to put his middle finger up uh, in the air to signify, fuck you. Meanwhile, an elderly woman named Libby Higgins lays on the ground with her pocketbook gone, screaming, my pocketbook, my pocketbook. <laughs> Please help us find this cashew-eyed assailant. (laughs) If you'll look to the left of me, you'll notice a drawing of the assailant, uh, drawn in black and white. There's a green hue to this. uh, We could call it olive skin tone or uh, the materials that were in the Men in Black movie. (laughs) Uh, Neon lime green. It's got a hint. Please send any tips that you may have about this case to 1-800-CASHEWS. There's a $50 reward. $50. (laughs) If you happen to find the uh, elderly woman's pocketbook, that's especially helpful because she had all her medications in there. She will probably pass away within the next one to two days. She has uh, doggy checks. And Tweety Bird checks. Uh, The last number that she used due to her records was 3289. If any of them are missing, this elderly woman needs you to report it immediately so that she can order new checks from the catalog that comes in the mail. 
the one sheet. You can get two packs of Tweety Bird checks for six ninety nine. You can get the leather bound Tweety Bird checkbook cover mm-hmm. for an additional thirteen ninety nine. You can get the duplicate checks <laughs> sent every month <laughs> on the hour. Um, also, uh, if you still like to write those checks in the big books, we have to rip off a check, kind of like in a business. That's an additional twenty-seven ninety-nine. If you would like to buy a Tweety Bird pen to go along with your checks and your uh, leather-bound Tweety Bird check holder, that will be an additional thirty-five ninety-nine because there is a flashlight in the, in. The oh pen. wow! So. If you turn the advertisement over for the checks, you will see a beautiful, beautiful baby doll, very lifelike, <laughs> wearing a beautiful Americana dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Cynthia. Cynthia is wearing a halter top Americana dress. <laughs> she comes complete with her own uh, picnic basket. Inside, you'll find the cutest little uh, plates and forks and knives. You must provide food. <laughs> food not included. Food is not going to be included. This is the Doll of the Month Club. For seventeen ninety nine. you can receive one beautiful doll a month. Christmas time, you may get a doll that has a little Christmas tree with it. You may get a Santa doll. You may get a little doll that has uh, cashew-shaped eyes. We are rolling out our <laughs> alien doll. <laughs> And that'll be uh, coming soon, so. I think that's the quietest the both of us have ever been. It was kind of like ASMR. AS, is that what it is? Yes, somebody in Cardi B is jerking the mics off. (laughs) Do you remember? Yes. Someone sent us a thing that said we should do that. Did they? Yeah. I didn't share that with you yet because I just read it today. What did they, they just sent a DM and they were like, like, you guys should do ASMR. ASMR. And that was it? And I was like. Yeah, that sounds like a funny idea. Great. Can you send us a picture of yourself and where you're at right now? Because we'd like to make sure that you're safe. So we just did it. There you go. Didn't um, even know we were fixing to do it. Wow. I feel like requesting somebody to do ASMR is a bit odd. <laughs> but we did it. Yeah. And we, we didn't, didn't even know. know. We had no idea. That's this... how we go on Slop City. It's improv. It's, it's, <clears throat> I can't remember. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah. I had an improv show last night. Oh, how'd it go? It was uh, not the, one of our greatest shows. We did, up top, we did 40 minutes of improv. That's a lot of minutes for people that don't go to improv shows. Usually they're 20, 25. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, it just ran really long. Because we weren't wrapping it up. We do a mono scene the first half, which oh. is one big scene. Don't ever, we don't ever end. And we just couldn't get it resolved. So we took our intermission, came back, did a montage of scenes much better than the first half. Another 20 minutes. Kept on plugging. Kept on plugging. I did not do my Tina D-Ball character last night. Oh, It's one of my staples. I have a toolbox of characters that I do. I do the orphan, the little boy. I'm an orphan. Please help me, sir. I have that character. That's one. I do the mom who's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Constantly. Two. 
the Tina D ball who comes out and she's like, hey, what the fuck's going on, guys? Hey, you kids get off of my lawn, you little pussies. That's my Tina D-Ball character. Yeah, it's very famous around and, here. And then just the general guy who's like, hey, what's up, dudes? Hey, uh, really? What? <laughs> yeah. So I have those staples of characters. Yeah. My favorite is the orphan, though. The orphan? Because he's not really an orphan, it turns out, usually. He's usually oh, it's kind of like scamming a somebody. Well, yeah, he's scamming somebody, or he finds out that his father is Prince Henry. Or something pop, like a hot twist. My daddy's Prince Henry. I'm not at all poor. I'm actually very rich. I don't need your food pieces. Oh, that almost sounded Scottish. Yeah, I very. I have to switch it up because, you know, sometimes the orphan may be from Northern England. Sometimes they may, may be from a bath, which is at the southern tip of the... A bath. It's bath. The orphan was born bath. out of a bath. <laughs> You never know. When no. you're doing improv, you don't know the accent you're going to do. Mm-mm. You have to feel inspired. Sometimes you do an accent that doesn't go well. Yeah. Like and it's offensive. Last night I chose an accent where the lady uh, said all her, her O words like R. So it was, oh, what's the farth? You know, what's the farth? It's the farth of July. It was a farth of July. It's uh, a fart of July. So that was a choice I made in the beginning. Didn't stick with it because it was a 40-minute long scene. Um, kind of you know, switch gears. Nobody's saying I'm a great improviser. <laughs> what I'm saying is I stuck with it the whole time. I was up on that stage almost the whole time. Yeah. That's improv. That's improv, folks. Come to the improvshop.com and you can see a show. Come there and <laughs> go crazy. Mm, improv. I think I'm going to uh, start doing improv again. I haven't done it for a while. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Stretches your brain. Stretches your brain. Uh, you have good friends that you can trust in and fall back on. Man, when I was in rehab, <laughs> we got so good at trust falls. I thought you were going to say we got so fucked up. <laughs> when I was in rehab, we did a lot of Molly. <laughs> no, we got really, really good at trust falls. And... Like to the point that it was, I mean, we should have we should have been on America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> if that show's still going because they were good. And there was one time we would do surprise ones too. Oh We'd no! We'd be like, boom, surprise, gotcha. Trust ball. Tr- yeah. Well, you just go for it, and everyone would catch you. And it was like kind of symbolic, almost, of like we're in rehab, we trust each other, and life's good. There was one time we were getting so fucking good at them catching people at the last moment, you know, and and you would trust them (laughs) because they would catch you all of the time. And there was one time I did a hot surprise trust (laughs) fall. I was going down. I was like, and I mean, I would be like just totally straight. I don't bend. I don't move my head. I just like you're passed away. Yeah. Like I pat like I just fainted. Like the Lord's about to take you home. You put the hands over the chest and scream, trust fall. Yeah. I don't think I even screamed at this time, but I was going down and I was like, oh, man, we're getting so good at these. And nobody caught me. (laughs) 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 And we were were in a church, uh, like a church fucking hall. You know, you know those like oh. shitty linoleum tiles that are in churches. Like it's like cement under the ground. <laughs> My fucking head. Don't, I blacked out for a second, and it was like no one was there. 
Not a soul. Everyone rushed over to see if I was okay, and I mean, I was, but... Were you like, guys, I trusted you. I trusted you. I thought you would be there when I fall. Nobody was there. They're like, Tina, we were taking a fucking nap. Why were you just trust falling? Tina, we're in rehab. Don't <laughs> trust anyone. Did you did you take your breath away when you hit the floor? Were you like, yeah. Oh. I I mean, I like blacked out for a second. My I everybody heard my head hit the ground, so everyone rushed over. Was that that's a valuable lesson for you? Then don't trust. Don't trust anyone. Even when you start to trust people, and you think, yeah, everything's going all right. Bam! Out of the fucking blue, they'll surprise you. They you hear will. That sound effect. It was me punching hands. Pow. They'll surprise you and they won't be there for you. So trust no one. Mm-mm. Keep your circle small, guys. Don't even keep it small. Don't even have a circle. Yeah. Trust have yourself. Have a line. Trust, <laughs> trust yourself and no one else. If you're going to trust fall, trust fall into your bed because you know your fucking bed will be there for you. Yeah. You're going to trust fall, trust fall onto a trampoline by yourself. Go to one of those indoor trampoline places. <laughs> All by yourself, pay the fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> Go jump all by yourself. And if they ask, hey, would you like to join this birthday party? You say, no thanks. I'm here for myself. I don't trust these little kids. Mm-mm. You what? go to that indoor place once a week. You get out all your, all your trusting <laughs> there. They say, ma'am, who are you doing this for? Are you here for a birthday party? And you're like, no, I'm not here for a birthday party. I'm here for me. I'm here for me, and I brought this cake for my fucking self. <laughs> they're like, do you need candles? That'll be $70. <laughs> no, thank you. We can provide you with plates also. <laughs> I'd like to rent that room uh, in this indoor trampoline place. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. All by myself. You're just over there like... And you're just jumping every week. Getting stronger at not trusting anybody. <laughs> Do a backflip. Surprise yourself one time. <laughs> and the, the the children that work the desk because it's always kids that work at those kind of places. They're like sixteen, and they weirdly look like good. Well. We need to cut that out. Are you a pedophile? No, I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, they have better bodies than you do. Do you know that? I'm not a pedophile. But it's like they find a way to, like, look cute in, like, khakis and the grossest polo at a place like that. That's because they're young. Yeah. They're young. They have nothing but time. We don't need to cut that out. That wasn't, like, appalling. Right? Right. <laughs> I'm Randy triggered. right. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, like, those kids will be surprised. Yeah. They'll be like, wow, this woman has really come far. She came here on a Groupon the first time because <laughs> we're close to out of business. And she's in here. She's got her, you know, she's got her mind on the money. She, you're keeping them in business. If it wasn't for you, they would have shut down months ago. That Groupon invited me into your place. And guess what? Now I'm a regular customer. I have a membership. To the indoor trampoline place. Well, you know what you know what they'd see if they saw me in there? Mm. They'd see a woman, an elderly woman, jumping with urine all over <laughs> with her, her legs. Pocketbook. So you jump and <laughs> your che- all of your checks fly out of your pocket. Oh my checks in my pocketbook. 
And see all that flying out of my pocketbook and then just urine going down my leg. <laughs> your coin purse attached <laughs> to your belt like is a little open and you do a backflip. All the coins are flying everywhere. And every time I hit the, the trampoline surface, everything just fucking flies back up in the air. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is about the trampoline, but when I jump on it, urine comes out. Really? Yes. So you were saying... I know I've said that before. Have I said that before? No, no, no. I was going to say last night uh, after Michelle Wolf's joke where she talks about, like, you know, some pee coming out or whatever. You were like, or water or whatever coming out. You were like, that's never happened to me. Well, guess what? I think it has. Because you're jumping on a trampoline and a little pee-pee comes out. Well, that, yeah. But she talked about water getting up in your vaginal cavity Mm. and then going throughout the day like, oh, a little bit of that came out. I don't. I don't think I've had any residual fluid. How do you know that that fluid coming out of you while you're on a trampoline isn't from you being in a bath the night before? You well, don't. I, the reason I know is because there's a strong odor of <laughs> urine. This is one indication, and also I can feel it coming out of my pee hole and not my vagina. Oh, wow. there's a feeling when you're peeing. Oh, I'm very well aware of it. <laughs> I urinate in my pants too much. <laughs> so it's that feeling. Uh, I've never I've never felt a, a water, basically. She said seawater. I don't want to ruin her bit, but she said the seawater, you know, you hang out in the ocean all day. Then Is that cunt water? <laughs> <laughs> cunt water. I'd like to conduct an experiment to see if I do. Maybe because I have a lot of pubical hair. And Maybe it kind of keeps it away. It, it absorbs it, you know. It absorbs it. It absorbs the the moisture mm. or whatever. You ever been double bounced on a trampoline? No. <laughs> Man, that is fucking scary. Does it jar you? Uh, you know the face that I make when I'm in a mosh pit? <laughs> like the scared face? <laughs> like, oh, get me out! Get me out! That's how I feel every time I get double bounced. It's like... I want to do it, and then I, my knee caves almost. Oh. I get scared because it's it's wild. It tightens up, and you go. No, you shoot into the sky. I've I, fallen off a trampoline before getting double bounced. I bet people like, do that on into purpose, the ground. don't they? Yeah, boys do. Boys, friends, like hey, let's double bouncer, and the next thing you know, you're paralyzed. I, <laughs> I promise you that I could still do a backflip on a trampoline. Haven't done one in a long time, but I know for a fact that I could. I promise you that I cannot. I'm going to go to an indoor trampoline place by myself, (laughs) set up my phone to record me, and I'm going to do some backflips. Do it. I think that's what I'm going to do for my artist date this week. I don't have an artist date because I can't stick with the freaking program. It's very hard. You got to do it. You got. You just got to make it a priority. Every entry into my, we're talking about the Artist's Way book. The Artist's Way is a book that a woman named Julia Cameron wrote. I think it's like thirty years old, but it's like a book that is kind of like a self help book in a way. It's like to unblock your brain, like creatively, whatever the fuck. It's it's helpful for everybody. But like the biggest rules in it are every day you write. Morning pages, and it's three pages longhand. And you do that in the morning. You do it right when you wake up so you get all that shit out of your brain. Mm -hmm. And that's really the gist of it. 
You can do the extra stuff if you'd like. Well, I every entry so far the last couple of weeks has been, God damn it, why can't I do this? There'll be like huge breaks in between. Yeah. I just need to do it. Yeah, you just got to set time aside. Do I it think, every day. I think if I was uh, unemployed, I, I'd be better at it. <laughs> yeah. TBH. I don't know if you would because you'd be sad. True. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you just got to do it. I mean, it's just like fucking trying to work out or make time, like eat healthy, prep food, clean your house. It's the same fucking shit. It's all the same. You just got to make time. Yeah, you just have to set aside time for it. That's why I think I need a self-help book about self-sabotage because I know this is like self-sabotage. My my brain's like, we don't want you to be better at being creative because Mm -hmm. then you might be successful. Mm -hmm. So my brain says... (laughs) You're not going to wake up early and write these morning pages. You're going to sleep in like the slop that you are. Yeah. You just have to do it. I just identified it right then. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way, though. You just have to do it. Like, you just got to, like, it feels so uncomfortable. It's like if somebody, like, starts working out or eating healthy or, like, trying to write more and set time aside. Like, for me, my thing is, like, I go to work at 1030 three days a week. And in the morning... I end up waking up at 9.50 a.m. And I mm-hmm. need to leave the house at 10.15. And then I just go to work and I'm not creatively fulfilled and I get very sad. So my new thing I've been doing is getting up at 7 a.m. Oh, wow. And if I can go to if I can go work out, that's great because that makes me feel good and it makes me feel better. My brain feels better. And then if not, that's okay. But I try to like sit and write. And I've only been doing this for a week. It's hard. But – it feels really, really uncomfortable while you're doing it. You, like, you almost feel like you shouldn't be there. Like, it's like you showed up to a party and they're like, you weren't invited. <laughs> oh. You, n- why are you here? That's what it feels like. When I get up at that hour, I'm oh. like, oh, I shouldn't be here. This is crazy. I'm like, ah, it's dark out. <laughs> this what hurts. What am I doing? Yeah, it feels uncomfortable. But you just, you have to force yourself to do it. Grow that window of tolerance to be larger and better. So that you can succeed. But then we could start thinking about what is success? What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how do you rate? Like, oh, now I'm successful. Well, you just have to do, you just have to do the work. It's very hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard for me. I sabotage myself all the time. Why can't it be easy? I'm the host of a multi-million dollar podcast. (laughs) What's Slop it called? City Podcast. Oh. Yeah. I'm the co-host of that. I'm incredibly successful. Incredibly rich. Incredibly gorgeous. Very rich. Very, very gorgeous alien human hybrid. <laughs> I'm sorry that you didn't get the almond eye uh... gene. Gene. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. That kid in deliverance has almond eyes. He does. They're like cashew eyes. I have almond eyes. He does. He's got little almond eyes. She's got almond eyes. She knows how to use them. With almond eyes wide open. It's been one week since your almond eyes. I can't think of any eye songs. <laughs> Me neither. 
for all those almond <laughs> eyes you'd left. I'm just putting in almond eyes to any song that I can think of. That's why that kid looks so scary because he has almond eyes. Almond eyes. <laughs> One look at you and I can't disguise. I've got almond eyes. I did it. I thought of an almond eyes song. <laughs> <laughs> I just died in your almond eyes. <laughs> it must have been something you said. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's that one? Uh, mm? Never mind. That's not an eye song. I was. It thinking, doesn't have to be. An I was eye thinking song. of Total Eclipse of the Heart. Does she Once say upon eyes in there? A time I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling upon. Mm. Hmm. Almond eyes with headlights. <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. There's like a literal version of Total Eclipse of the Heart, <laughs> like a video where they like take the video and do uh, the exact thing that's happening. So it's like mullet with headlights. <laughs> I love those videos. Mm, they're good. It's been one week. <laughs> I think that's all I've got on the almond eyes yeah, front. I don't, I don't have any more almond eyes songs. If we had a like a researcher that worked with us, he or she could be googling uh, almond eye songs, songs that have the word eyes in them. Behind these almond eyes, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Everybody, she's about to have a TV show. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, I think so. What kind of TV program? I think it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I saw some weird feud with her and Steve Harvey. Like, Steve Harvey's mad that, like, she's getting a show. I think Steve Harvey oh, might wow. be getting booted. Oh. <laughs> Somebody, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, when you see Steve Harvey in real life, his teeth are exactly what you think they would be. <laughs> they're big and white, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're big white teeth. And he's got that weird mustache that doesn't quite touch his lip. <laughs> He shaves the top of it off, the the very bottom of it off. It's like a little space between there. For when he's eating pussy, he can just yeah, have a little, have a little, have a little trench, like a what's it a moat? have a little moat, <laughs> little a pus- little trench, a little piscina water moat. Yeah, it's a weather trench. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! Fuck! Almond eyes. One look at you and I can't disguise I got almond eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Behind these almond eyes. What's that? <laughs> he looked up. The del- the- Don't it make my almond eyes blue? There's also Eye of the Tiger. How would that go? Eye of the tiger, he is ready to fight. <laughs> Almond eye of the tiger. There's too many syllables. Almond tiger, he is ready to fight. You could probably see better than me. The best songs about eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the best 
song about eyes. She's my almond girl. <laughs> <laughs> almond eyed girl. Oh, man. Oh, fuck my butt. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck my you know butt. What? You know what I forgot? What? Um, Is that we got... We got a message. How do I get to that? Oh, there it is. We got a message from a longtime listener oh. on uh, Slop City Podcast and to you, the Facebook when, page. When you say long time, you mean like two months because that's how long we've been doing this, right? Three months? Yes. Okay. December or something like that. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so it is from uh, Brian Michael Fornishon. Fornichon. Fornichon. Hi, longtime listener here. I just listened to episode 108, Judgment Day, and you two use the words diarrhea and urethra so many times that they have lost all meaning to me. I believe it's called semantic satiation. Have you found that this is only with multisyllabic words, or can it be with any word? Thanks. I look forward to your response. Hmm. Um, almond is two syllables. Cashew, two syllables. two syllables. Diarrhea. Wow, that's surprising. Diarrhea. Diarrhea is four syllables. Your four syllables for four hours of shitting. Urethra. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I feel like that is where he's kind of attacking us. Um, I don't think he is. I think that. I know what you mean. It can be a bit upsetting when somebody says, wow, I heard the word diarrhea right. so many times. If I'm not just getting complete praise, I take it as an attack. If they're not saying, basically, I want to make love to you, it's an attack on me. That's, Listen, I, that's me personally. I have a connection to a tank, mm-hmm. a military-grade tank. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh bit alarming and <laughs> i just want everybody to know that if need be i will get inside of this tank i will paint camo on my face mm-hmm. and i will attack whomever is attacking us okay but do you feel like this is an attack i do not feel like okay. this is an attack so i feel like what he's saying is you have desensitized me to the word diarrhea and urethra we've normalized it so that's a good thing. I think it's a very good thing. And do you know what else this uh, message made me do? It made me Google what semantic satiation is because <laughs> I had no fucking idea. What is it? So, it, it. I mean, it's just that. It's like when you hear a word so many times that you're for a moment, you're like, Whoa, where am I? And you don't know what it means. Is it kind of like when you hear a word and you're like, is that a real word or am I just make that up in my head? Yes. Semantic satiation. Am I? Semantic shitiation. <laughs> semantic satiation is a f- psychological phenomenon in which repetition causes a word or phrase to temporarily lose meaning for the listener, who then perceives the speech as repeated meaningless sounds. Oh! Extended inspection slash overanalyzation in place of repetition also produces the same effect. So for a moment there, Brian Fornishon was hearing the word uh, diarrhea, and all he heard was... Right, right. 
He wasn't hearing the word diarrhea for what it is. Hmm. So for a brief moment of time, he was like, should I commit myself to a, an institution? Because I'm just hearing farts. So how, are, are these long-term effects? I believe they're short. I okay. believe it's short. For a moment, you feel disoriented, like you have vertigo or like you just fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And So I want – so if there are long-term effects, I would like us to be able to bring back the meaning of diarrhea to Brian. I don't want this to be a world where Brian lives where diarrhea has no meaning when he hears it. I want it to be a word that elicits emotion, mm-hmm. that elicits uh, fear, love, fear, uh, you know, all fear, love, hate, all of these things. I don't want it to be a thing where he doesn't even hear it because I don't think that this is the kind of thing where, Tina, I just don't, I don't want this to be a world where our podcast causes people to not hear the word diarrhea. I don't want <clears throat> diarrhea anymore. I if I find out that we have to live in a world without diarrhea. That's not a world I want to live in. I don't know about you, Tina. Randy? Diarrhea 2020. <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening to us and your name is Brian Fornishon, and you don't hear this word, I'm going to say it. Diarrhea. If you didn't hear that word, I need you to contact us immediately. Because we're going to show you what diarrhea is all about. He calls the cops <laughs> and starts screaming. They're like, sir, what's your emergency? I can't hear the word diarrhea anymore. Uh, sir, I'm not sure that this is an emergency. <laughs> also, I can't hear the word urethra. Sir, why do you need to? Are you a doctor? Do you need to hear these words? No. I just, I think we should shut this podcast down if it's going to be a thing where it takes away from a person. We should never have taken away the word diarrhea from him. Diarrhea is freedom. Diarrhea is spontaneity. (laughs) Diarrhea is a happy accident. (laughs) Diarrhea can bring people together. You have a friend who said, oh, I just had diarrhea in my pants. You have to help that friend clean up. And you could be like, oh, I had diarrhea in my pants last week. And um, uh, a friendship can cook from that. That could be the root of a friendship. Bonding over diarrhea. You know, I said I had shingles in my act recently. And then a man got on stage after me. He goes, I understand. I had diarrhea for a week. And I was like, I'm not sure. But it was, he said the word diarrhea. And, man, it just really bonded us together. Oh, God. I just, I just. Felt like we were diarrhea floating in a sewer. If we could, guys, just for a minute, take a moment to pray for uh, Brian. I believe he lives in Kansas City. Mm Mm-hmm. If he could, uh, if you could all bow your heads um, and pray to whichever God, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Jesus or the other ones that Mr. don't matter. Hanky. Please pray that uh, the ears of Brian will be able to receive the gift of diarrhea, a gift that is um, 
you know, it doesn't always give, but when it does give, it gives. May the the Almighty Creator bless Brian Brian's ears and bottoms with diarrhea. We love you. Amen. Amen. Wow. That was really it's powerful. That was really powerful stuff. We're changing lives here, mm-hmm. Tina. We're, people are like, oh, these gals are just talking about pussy. These gals are talking about their buttholes. We literally changed someone's life just then through the power of diarrhea. Healing. Healing and prayer. And water retention. And water retention. I mean, I'm not sure what else people can ask for, you know? It's just, it's really powerful stuff. They can ask for a reconstructive surgery to make their eyes into almonds. <laughs> or cashews. If you look at the at the makeover pictures on the side here, the left. Uh, Move we- that bus! <laughs> they pull it down <laughs> I have almond eyes. <laughs> Oh, man. I thought there was another question that you had. There might be. But I'm, I'm sorry, still we're just sitting. sitting. I'm sitting in the... In I'm the, sitting and basking in my own diarrhea right now. I'm sitting in the my prayer. My self-made diarrhea. <laughs> self-made. I am a self-made woman, and all of my diarrhea is self-made. Okay? You know what? That's what makes you an independent woman. Thank you so much. A question uh, from listener Marcy. Do you think that balls smell like pepper? Because I feel like I'm the only one. Here is what we need clarified immediately. What is she talking about? Red pepper, green peppers, (laughs) poblano peppers, table pepper, crushed red pepper. How the fuck am I supposed to know, Marcy? I'm, I'm thinking... Probably black pepper. You think black pepper, like salt and pepper, like a pet, like a pepper minus the salt. So when you go to the Aldi, you get a little thing of salt, a little thing of pepper, a little, uh, you know, salt and pepper shakers. Mm-hmm. In my experience, when I have been close to a ball, <laughs> I have smelled more of a, a dairy smell, a cheese or a uh, dairy air, if you may say. <laughs> Perhaps a cheese or uh, a light, uh, I don't know. Blue cheese or a Gouda. Gouda. Definitely not a ranch. It's more of a cheese that's turned. Maybe been in the fridge for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I will move away. <laughs> I'm not going to be say anything that's not true. If you're true. not going to suck on those balls. Yeah, I'm not. going to back up. I, I, will, I will put a ball in my mouth. If need be. But if I'm smelling any sort of dairy <sighs> dairy product, mm-hmm. not doing it. I'm sorry, guy. You're going to have to wash the nut before you nut. Onion nuts? Uh, you know, I like a good onion. So I have no problem with a nut smell. What's your like favorite kind of onion to smell when you go down on balls? Purple. Red. I call them purple. They're red. They're red onions, even though they're purple. You go to the fanciest restaurant in the world and you say, do you have purple onions? What happened? Nothing. My hip just was like, break. My pussy fell off. Tina, the fucking onion is purple. Why are we calling them red onions? They're not red. They're absolutely purple. You're right. I love red onions. 
I love a purple onion that's red. Put some fucking ranch on it on a salad. God damn, I'll eat it. Yeah. Listeners, if you're out there and you're calling fucking red onions, red onions, Libby's got news for you. They're purple onions, y'all. Trump wants to build a wall. I want to build a a society where we call an onion a purple onion because it's fucking purple. It's not red. It is very purple. It's extremely purple. Yeah. What are we doing? How are we letting people get away with calling purple onions red onions? I'm guilty of it. I'm very guilty of it. Do we call it a, a blue banana? It's a yellow banana, Tina. It's yellow. Do we call old yeller old yellow? <laughs> no. It's an old. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of a world where we're calling purple onions red. And I'm just going to say it here today. Wow, Alex Jones. The Alex Jones <laughs> that you are channeling today is phenomenal. Does, did my face get red? I mean, kind of. Like a red like onion? Like a red onion? You know what? You are very right. It is purple. And guess what? I can't think of any other food right now that is purple. Because blueberry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> my pussy. <laughs> Sometimes when it's lacking its natural luster. Sometimes I pop a eggplant up there just to see what happens. Huh. Pepper smell. You ever smell a pepper? Yeah, I've smelled a pepper. I put pepper on everything. Well, but I've had a pepper ball. It's never... I, Marcy, I hate to say it, but I've never smelled pepper when I'm going down on a pair of luscious, <laughs> big, gorging, <laughs> braggadocious balls. Okay. And I'll suck on those things. I'll give them a little suck, a little kiss. Sometimes I hold them up (laughs) and just kind of look at them like I'm blessed to be there. And I never smelled pepper. Now, maybe, (laughs) maybe this has to do with me not opening my mind. And smelling pepper. You know what? I'm going to go down on some balls today, and I'm going to let you know if I smell any pepper. Because usually it's kind of this, uh, it's a smell that, it, it's got a hint of dairy, <laughs> like Libby says. There's a hint of dairy. <laughs> um, and then it's, it's this uh, kind of basement smell. <laughs> Like it's um mildewy, a little mildewy, because my basement, when it rains, <laughs> it pours. Okay, I mean there is it's this watery smell that just kind of takes over. I go in the basement. I know it rained. I don't even have to look. Say I, my lights are off in the basement, because I'm a rebel. I'll walk in the basement with no lights on. Then I look down and I see water. I'm like, I knew that was here. It's kind of how I feel about balls. If you, if I'm asleep, somebody puts their balls on my face, in my mouth. I'll know it's a ball because mm-hmm. it has this 
it's almost chalky, kind of mm. dairy, chalky, mildewy smell. Never mm. smelled pepper. I'd like to, though. I think that's nice. I put pepper on my eggs every day. I eat hard-boiled eggs a lot. And hard-boiled eggs, let's be honest, look a lot like a ball. <laughs> the would inside it, of them, not so much. Would it be too much for us to ask our producer, Randy? Would it be sexual harassment? Because we are in a position of power, you and I. Would it be too much for us to ask or demand him to place his balls on this table right now for us to give him a good sniff? It's a bit gamey. Gamey. I think it might be a little too much, and that's okay. So, guys, send us pictures of your balls. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't, Just kidding. Everyone, don't. We're going to get we are, so we many are, pictures of balls, and I don't want them. I don't want them either. Because you can't smell through a picture. No, because they look Bring your balls like, to us. They look like a fossil. Balls look like a fossil. Balls look like an elderly man's chin. Balls look like the inside of a pr- of a plum. You know that pit? Yes, yes. That's what balls look like. Holy cow! What a perfect description. What a, wow. That's what. That's exactly what they look like. Mm. Engorged. Times six. Oh god! It's you so ever had us? pair of small balls in your hand before i i don't you ever know seen small balls i think all balls are been pretty much the same for me they've been through a certain amount of wreckage i mean i can't judge my vag lips hang down mid-thigh so <laughs> what am i to say about someone's balls yeah you duct tape pack them in every day i have day. to fucking roll them up like a cigar and place them back up where they up. belong she rolls them up like a long burrito some guy's like, hey, what you got in there? You're like, wait, cashews. let me unroll this paper. <laughs> got a cashew it's like, it's like you're like opening up a paper. <laughs> what was it, a scroll? Like a, lo- a scroll, <laughs> yeah. You're like, check out this there's, ancient. There's an ancient hieroglyphics written on my badge list. Mm-hmm. She got them tattooed in there. <laughs> she had the guy, the tattoo artist, roll up her pussy lips like a scroll. And you know what those scrolls say? talks about the ancient no it talks about the ancient himalayan indian aliens Mm -hmm. and when they're going to land so if you would like to know when the aliens are going to land you have to unroll my badge scroll read the ancient himalayan uh, hieroglyphics you might say to yourself hieroglyphics are egyptian (laughs) ma'am that's what you think get ready for armageddon folks get ready bruce willis is coming to your pussy Bruce Willis is coming in your pussy. <laughs> I wish. No. I mean, he could. He's I mean, a- he could, but he won't. No, he won't. He's too good for us. He ain't got time to unroll this thing. Oh, man. What I know I'm going to do is wrap it up here because I'm going somewhere where they have salad with purple onions and ranch. Where are you going to go? Sweet Tomatoes? Man, I wish. I heard that place is good. No, I think they still have it. No, I think they still have one. Oh, God, if it is, I'm going there right now and getting a soup and a salad. Oh, my God. What happened? Two time. This is. Okay, so we all know. Listen, we all know that I was a figure. It is breaking news. We all know that I was a figure skater. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was was a figure skater. Yeah, figure skater, long time. Um, 
This guy that I actually figure skated with in Kansas City, he was much better than I was, okay? Much, much, much better. Oh, I doubt that. He dies. What? He died. John Coughlin, champion U.S. figure skater, dies after sports suspension. Oh, no. He was suspended from the sport. He died on Friday. Oh, oh, I. this is upsetting. He committed suicide. Oh, no. I figure skated with this man in Kansas City way back when. This is wild. Is he about your age? He's 33. Oh, for crying out loud. I don't know why he... Uh, why he was suspended. That's pretty wild. Oh, R.I.P. John Coughlin. What a sad story. He what was a good skater. I'll have to read more about that. Yep. That is sad. Mm. What a sad day. Figure skating old. Figure skating serious. I mean. It's fucking sad. I've seen a documentary about a gal who... Uh, I believe her name was uh, Tanya Harding. Teddy Ruxpin. Who's Ted? Ta- Tanya Harding. Oh, <laughs> yes. It was uh, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt was the figure skater. Whew. Wow. Well, what? that's sad. Sorry, I just saw it pop up on my phone. Ooh. Not trying to make a joke. It's very sad. Yeah, that uh, took the wind out of me. R.I.P. R.I.P. John Coughlin. Figure skating rules. And I'm sorry that. You did that. That makes me very sad. Well, guys, this has been kind of a... Up and down. Up and down episode. We've kind of been through a lot here. We uh, we covered a lot of ground. I mean, we had to make up because last week we had to skip because of a snowstorm. So yeah. we're kind of kind of all missed each other. If, is it okay if I say that? We missed each other, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's no snor- snowstorm that'll ever keep us away again. There is no snowstorm. There's no snowstorm. That is going to keep us down, okay? I don't care if fucking aliens come down and obliterate everything. We'll be doing this. We'll be this. here. You know, in Bird Box, when she's talking to the radio, we'll be doing Slop City Podcast <laughs> the whole time. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> What a delight. All right, guys. Uh, Cool. That's going to be it for today. We love you. Thanks for listening to Slop City Podcast. And uh, remember to like, share, and... uh, And all those uh, subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. And rate rate, uh, how sexy we are, too. (laughs) Yeah, definitely rate how sexy we are. And... uh, That's important. Thanks, Randy. Keep your pocinas clean and do the right thing. All right. That was a nice burp. All right. We love you. Bye, guys. Oh. Oh. A-S-M-R. Oh. And.